You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. The French Revolution set Europe ablaze. It was an age of enlightenment and progress, but also of tyranny and oppression. It was an age of glory and an age of tragedy. One man stood above it all. This was the Age of Napoleon. I'm Everett Rummage, host of the Age of Napoleon podcast. Join me as I examine the life and times of one of the most fascinating and enigmatic characters in modern history. Look for the Age of Napoleon wherever you find your podcasts. At the beginning of the Civil War, Lieutenant Commander Edward Lee was a promising young officer in the U.S. Navy. His father, Albert Miller Lee, was a West Point graduate. Born in Tennessee, Albert Lee had no difficulty in deciding to serve the Southern cause. He urged his son to do likewise, warning him that, quote, If you decide to fight for the old flag, it is not likely we will meet again except face-to-face on the battlefield. Edward Lee ignored his father's prophetic warning and stayed with the Union. He told his mentor, David Dixon Porter, that he didn't desire his family's love if he could only possess it by becoming a traitor to his country. Edward rose rapidly in rank and became first officer on board the USS Harriet Lane. Harriet Lane was one of the first federal ships to steam into Galveston Bay when the Union Navy captured the port in October 1862. Unknown to Edward, his father Albert had recently begun serving as a volunteer on the staff of Confederate General John B. Magruder, with whom he had been a classmate at West Point. When Magruder's Confederates launched their bid to recapture Galveston on January 1, 1863, Albert Lee was posted at the top of one of the town's tallest residences to observe the progress of the operation. From his vantage point, Lee could see that the turning point in the battle came when the two rebel cottonclads attacked Harriet Lane, his son's ship. After the battle ended in the Confederates' favor, Albert Lee revealed to Magruder for the first time that his 26-year-old son had been serving on Harriet Lane and asked permission to look for him. Magruder immediately granted his old friend permission to do so, exclaiming, My God, why didn't you tell me this? Albert Lee rushed to the waterfront and was rowed to the captured Union ship, where his worst fears were confirmed. Albert found his son lying mortally wounded on the deck. Ignoring the harsh words that had passed between them before, Edward smiled at his father and asked about the health and well-being of the rest of the family. Told his son was almost certain to die, Albert nevertheless hurried off to try to secure some medical help for his son. But it was too late. Edward died before his father returned. While Albert Lee searched in vain for help for his dying son, Edward was asked several times by his shipmates, as well as Confederate soldiers, if there was anything they could do to ease his suffering. 
Edward refused all such offers, confidently insisting, No, my father is here. Those were his last words. In a final irony, on the same day that Edward died, an order had been signed in New Orleans directing him to, to report to that place where he was to be given command of his own ship and a flotilla of mortar boats. On the day after his forces recaptured Galveston, Magruder directed that a large contingent of Confederate soldiers and Union prisoners be assembled for a hastily organized funeral for Edward Lee and Harriet Lane's commanding officer, Jonathan Wainwright. The two fallen U.S. naval officers were buried together in the same grave in Galveston's Trinity Episcopal Cemetery. Albert Lee read the funeral service over his son's remains closing with the words, Surely this is a time when we may weep with those who weep. Allow one so sorely tried, in this his willing sacrifice, to beseech you to believe that whilst with strong arms and brave hearts we defend our rights, those we meet in battle may have brave and honest hearts as well as ourselves. We have here buried two brave and honest gentlemen, Peace be to their ashes. Let us tread lightly over their graves. Amen. Captain Wainwright's body was later disinterred and shipped to New York after the war. Marking Edward Lee's grave in Galveston was a simple headstone, adorned with an anchor and sword, along with the words, My father is here. <laughs> 